on a boss day such as this, I want to shine a light on Tony Danza, Charles, or anybody else who's ever been in charge of me. Whether I work days or nights, I can easily say that the employer that provided the best benefits was a Jewish carpenter. While some of my sales jobs came with a stigma, that one came with stigmata. But today, I do want to talk about some of those bosses that weren't as much of a profit but instead we're in it for the bottom line while also giving out self-contained advice, talking about modest mice and evolutionary instructions as we get buttoned down in the name of Josh and around. I was working hard at my sales job today, busy making cold calls when somebody flagged me using a new Google feature that suggested I was a potential robocaller. I'm not sure if the robots care about this, but it definitely hurt my feelings. Most people ask why I even try but that's the thing, you gotta ask to get success. If you wanna see proof of solid salesmanship, visit YouTube these days where they'll ask you each and every time you visit, do you wanna join our premium service? And once you say no, that's fine, but they'll ask you again the next time, and the next time, and the next time, and there's no chance to opt out. So even though they're making money on ads, sooner or later you're gonna stop by and pay actual cash, just like the fact that you can always go into Starbucks and use the bathroom, but sooner or later, you're going to fill up too. Really, the sign of solid salesmanship is to keep going back until you get trespassed from the premises. But the way to not get trespassed is to add value each and every time. And you can do that by changing the narrative, which is what another sales acquaintance of mine does. He sells copiers and he's made a character out of himself. I believe he's the copy machine menace. And he goes around macing old copy machines and leaving them in the lobbies of places or maybe passing along bottles of mead or something, saying, give me some time to tell you about my copies. But that's not my style. Instead, I've decided to just dial it back, but keep asking the question all the while with the idea of how can I help? I once had a sales manager who told a tale of seeing a sign that said solicitors will be fed to the alligator out back. And upon seeing that sign, he confidently strode in and asked to see the alligator and when they questioned him, he said, well, I'm here to sell you something, and I'm told he's the only one that can say yes or no. Then they laughed, and he got the appointment, and that's just the way it goes. I like this guy, if nothing more than because he had a tattoo near his calf that said made in Taiwan, if only because he was born there. He drove a PT Cruiser, but we won't hold that against him, because at one point in time, I was following close behind him when someone got in a wreck right in front of us, and he pulled over like a boss, opened the back, busted open some road flares and set him down as he surveyed the scene to make sure that everyone was okay. Once he knew that was the case, we drove away. Yeah, this guy was something for sure. A former Muzak executive back when music cost money, this guy kept a binder of all his professional accomplishments that served as a pretty prodigious portfolio by his side at all times. We lost touch once he moved to Mobile, Alabama, but it's said that he rode out a hurricane there in a shed shared with a scared mouse, possibly in part because the shed was filled with saws more than sandbags, but they both made it out alive. Around the same time, I encountered a supervisor from the Rocky Top of Tennessee who taught me lessons about collusion while strengthening my muscle memory on the phrase, good night. This man had a heart to rival the size of his 90s era khakis. While another manager in the chain is the same who taught me asterisks on ratings reports can be whited away without notice after black and white copies are made. Did you take an ethics class in college, he asked? Yes, I said eagerly. Yeah, well, forget all about that. 
These guys were the classic good cop, bad cop, and while one wore MC Hammer's dockers, the other wore white button-up dress shirts and old pattern ties while styling himself with a black plastic comb and hairspray by the case. He shared his name with the freeway killer, and his appearance was enough to make you wonder if he too was capable of serial murder. This is the only man I know to ever smoke cool cigarettes by choice, though at the time life demanded that his menthol be Doral. The silver lining is that his son grew up to be a rocket scientist. Good night. And then there was the CEO. And while I might have told this story before, I'll tell it again and again because it's my personal this watch costs more than your car moment. We had a CEO come down from the corporate office on high. And as he's sitting in front of all us salespeople, he has us look around at what I thought were my coworkers. But he told me this was my direct competition and I need to make it my daily goal to beat them into submission. Then he directed attention back to himself and said, you see this suit? Pockets go all the way to the shoes so I could stuff in the money. Funny enough, the CFO of the same company taught me the phrase trust in the buoyancy, which is a phrase I still use to this day. So whenever you encounter a bridge over troubled waters and you happen to fall off the bridge into those waters, just trust in the buoyancy. And soon enough, you'll float back up to the surface where just like the song says, you can float on. Somebody accidentally texted me an encrypted secret that was meant for someone else and I decoded it right away and then reached out to them and told them I knew everything. They asked me if I could keep confidence and normally I would say, no, I can't keep a secret whatsoever, but I have to do it, which is so hard because I have this platform here to you. Now, luckily I am married and allowed to tell secrets to my wife over the pillow. Thank God, because otherwise I think my head might explode. This is exactly how I feel about the new business opportunities I'm working on, the possible migration of my family, or even a new cover song that I've been working on but can't talk about right now, and I want to tell you everything. So I came up with another cover song, and I'll just spill the beans on that. It's not as good as the first, but at least it's something I can get off my chest. So here, take it. My, my, my music makes me so hard, makes me say, oh my lord, thank you. For blessing me with the mind of rhyme and two high feet, that's good when you know you're down. A super dope homeboy from my hometown, and I'm known as such. This is a beat that you simply can't touch. It's been a big, busy day, and it's time to take off the wingtips and throw on those loafers and just relax as I hang up my sweater and put on my sweatshirt. That's exactly what I'm gonna do as I ask you, have you ever had those times where you're not quite sure what to do, but you know you have to do something different so you can in good faith expect a different result? Well, let me say this aloud, if only to myself and no one else, don't turn and sway too sharply or you might just break from the bends. Instead, just trust in the buoyancy. Celebrate small accomplishments along the way, not changing, but evolving. In the name of betterment for yourself each other, and especially all this joshing around. And with that I say, float on.